I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Today's Bible reading is from chapter 6 of John's Gospel. Jesus has fed 5,000 people and walked on water, and the crowds are growing ever larger. And then he sits down to teach them about who he is. And the people don't really like what he says. Have a listen now to the text, but I should warn you that it's quite hard to follow this, so you'll have to concentrate. I am the bread of life, Jesus told them. Those who come to me will never be hungry. Those who believe in me will never be thirsty. The people started grumbling about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. So they said, This man is Jesus, son of Joseph, isn't he? We know his father and his mother. How then does he now say that he came down from heaven? Jesus answered, Stop grumbling among yourselves. People cannot come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me, and I will raise them to life on the last day. The prophets wrote, Everyone will be taught by God. Anyone who hears the Father and learns from him comes to me. This does not mean that anyone has seen the Father. He who is from God is the only one who has seen the Father. I am telling you the truth. He who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. But the bread that comes from heaven is of such a kind that whoever eats it will not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If you eat this bread, you will live forever. The bread that I will give you is my flesh, which I give so that the world may live. I've been part of celebrating someone's birthday this week and a part of that celebration was eating jelly. Now I've not had jelly for years, it's kind of slipped off my menu. When I was a boy it came in cubes in a cardboard box. Nowadays the box has been replaced with a plastic wrapper or you can buy it ready made in little plastic pots. But going back to when I was little, when my mum was making jelly then we always used to ask her if we could have one of the cubes to eat before it went into the boiling water. But she would only give us a little bit, saying that if we had too much, then the jelly wouldn't set, and so it wouldn't hold its shape. And instead of being wobbly, it would just be a sticky mess. Of course, the other thing about jelly is that if you do it right, then you can have it in all different shapes. It just depends on the mould that you use. Probably by now you can see where I'm going with this. As Christians, as Jesus followers, we are trying to shape our lives using the Jesus mould. And this Jesus mould is, of course, all of Jesus' teaching and the example of his actions, how he was with other people. 
we can summarise it using his own words. Love one another as I have loved you. So far, so good. It all makes sense. But there's a great leap that we're now called to make. And it's not an easy one. Think back to the text. Jesus has read the scriptures and has taught the people and he has worked some miracles and this has gone down well. The crowds are following him. He seems like someone that they would want to mould their lives to. And then he says that he's much more than that. I am the bread of life. To stretch the illustration that I'm using, Jesus says, I'm not just the jelly mould, I'm the jelly too. Jesus is claiming to be extra special. Not just the example of how to live, but the power, the bread, that enables us to follow that example. And the crowds have a big problem with that. This is Jesus, son of Mary and Joseph. We know him. He's not that special. How dare he make these outrageous claims? They fail to recognise and accept that Jesus is special. And by special, I mean that he is the son of God. But then Jesus pushes it even further. It is through him that you can have eternal life. God provided manna in the desert for their ancestors, but eventually they still died. But what Jesus provides will enable them and us to live forever. John's Gospel records that after this incident, many of Jesus' disciples turned back and no longer followed him. I don't know about you, but I think that I would have been one of the ones who gave up on Jesus at this point. Because remember, there's been no resurrection yet, and these disciples are in the story. It's happening to them in real time. But today, we're in a completely different place, aren't we? We haven't met Jesus physically, but we do have the, the benefit of hindsight, of seeing the whole story about how Jesus' life and death and resurrection have changed the world. We claim that Jesus is the bread of everlasting life. He feeds and sustains us for this life and beyond. Of course, what is beyond? Well, we don't know, not in an uh, empirical, scientific way. But we trust, we have faith, that it is some kind of being close to God all of the time. And because of that closeness, enjoying peace, not simply a peace that means conflict is absent, but a peace that means that we are fulfilled and content. And not only that, but we believe that there's room, there's space with God for everyone. So this is all a long way from eating jelly and ice cream at a birthday party. What it's really all about is this question of who is Jesus? As Christians, we believe that he is so much more 
than a good person with some good ideas. He is the Son of God who holds the key to our eternal life. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.